0: Hi and welcome to Sister Strong, a podcast and video series about possibility. I am your host, Betsy Wiersma. We invented this podcast and video series to give you ideas and tools and insights and connect you to amazing women that have ideas as we stand together. Sister Strong for health and happiness. These are ideas for your toolkit. So try them on and see if something that you're hearing or seeing today might be built just for you. Our very special guest today is Christy Bells. She's an author, she's a speaker, she's a counselor, she's a visionary, she runs TEDx Cherry Creek Women here in Colorado. She's just always on fire for good. Christy, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you, Betsy, good to see you, thanks for having me.
0: Gosh, I always want to see you, as you know, and I always spend time in your classes and in your work, but today I just wanted to grab a little bit of time for you to share some things with the world, because a lot of people now really are going through um, circumstances that they never, ever, any of us, could have dreamed about, and we need some tools, and you have the toolkit, so will you tell everybody a little bit about you and your background so they get a context, and then I want to dive into some really helpful things to think about
1: wonderful thank you yeah i would love to share so my background um is in business my degrees are in social work and my practice now is as a coach and a consultant so i do extensive leadership development to work with uh primarily c-suite women women entrepreneurs and women that are out to light the world on fire like you um, i'm in the midst now of creating a curriculum and pulling together all the work that i have collected throughout my years of study and my passion for learning and growing and developing myself and others. So that curriculum is called Uproot. And as you know, we've been practicing that a little bit online lately. And I'm really excited that I'm going to be able to bring that to the world in the next few months. Um, my private practice, I work with individuals and I also am a consultant with two or three other organizations where um, they contract with me to support women in their organization. So um, yeah, it's
0: a lot. It is, and I think what the thread through all of that, what you might have all heard oh, is TEDx. I forgot the TEDx. She serving, yeah. yeah, and I was just going to bring up, and she is, uh, Christy is a curator of TEDx Cherry Creek Women, which I was... Blessed enough to get to be part of, which really brings together the voices of so many women and so many things. plus they also do customized TEDx programs for people like MSU Denver and others. So Christy is an amazing resource, and you're here at the end how to get a hold of her for many of her talents. But today I want to go I want to go into your counseling hat and all this curriculum you're developing because mm-hmm. what I'm learning in your classes is so much about adult development so many things from my childhood that you can call out on me just from knowing me as your friend, like, okay. And and so in your classes, I'm learning that is where that came from. So let's talk about in a time of change, and a time of new, what are some things people might wanna think about or tools for their toolbox?
1: Yeah, great question, and thanks for asking. Um, you know, no accident here, I was just finishing my blog for um, my next blog, and my next blog is on the, the core or root cause of resisting change. And we have had change thrust upon us with this COVID-19. Like our worlds have been turned upside down. And what we knew prior to March 1, March 5, March whatever the date it was for you that it dramatically impacted your life, everything's different. You know, we have these stay-at-home orders. We have this social distancing. We can't hug one another. We can't get together. We can't socialize. And of course, we want to be resistant to that, right? Of course we do, because who the heck likes it? But the reality is, is that what we resist persists. So my idea is, what if we really stepped into this place of recognizing that there's something more bigger, better, different happening, and what if that is for our good, right? What if the world isn't falling apart, and what if the world is just reorganizing itself so that we have the opportunity to love each other more, to find more peace on our planet, to take care of our Mother Earth, to Um, really appreciate all the things that we have and and quit competing and and compiling and all of those things. There's just so many opportunities in this place. And it's really challenging. It's really challenging to want to step into the change when really our identity is tied so much in what we have, what we do, how we do it. And because it's been so upheavaled right now, like people's sense of ideas, like who they are, is even a challenge right now. So really my message and what I, what I want to get across to people is, is that there's nothing outside of you that is more whole, perfect, and complete, that even though the world seems like it's turned on its head, the reality is, is that you have not been turned on your head, that we just need to shift a little bit in our paradigm and see what's possible here, what's possible out of all this chaos. And my belief is that there's something beautiful that's going to unfold on the other side of this.
0: Yeah, it's so interesting that you say that because I have watched so many success stories of people in the Camp Experience Network, 5,000 women, so I'm very intimately involved with many people in their businesses. And uh, my good example I have permission to share is my yoga instructor, Lisa Wolf, for about three years has been saying, I should really do online yoga classes, right? She was shooting on herself. I'm too busy. I could never do that. I couldn't figure out the technology, right? So boom, the world changes. Lisa, in one week, figured out not only how to do online yoga classes, she has her past teachers and students from Paris zooming in to her classes. She is serving more people that are actually paying a reasonable fee for online classes, so it's building her business while her business is closed by the government. Um, And she has got such a great self-esteem by being able to figure it out. I mean, just as a person, she has grown so much because she had told herself a story that it was hard and she couldn't do it. Mm -hmm. She did it. It was maybe hard, but she figured it out. And now she's thriving with it. And so I really see that in this, um, in the midst of different, which I'm not giving it power, I'm calling it different, right? Um, That not necessarily it's bad because so many people are having a moment for that in-breath to innovate and to have some
1: creativity come through. Mm -hmm. And even the downtime, you know, one of my techniques I use in my class is the power or the permission to pause you know, prior to this time in our history, I I barely had time to pause. You're, you know me, Betsy, I know you. I mean, we are go-getters. We're going 90 for nothing from the time our feet hit the ground to the time our heads hit the pillow. You know, we're doing and rocking and, you know, all of that. And I literally had to give myself permission to pause a couple of years ago where I gave myself that place to say, it's me time. And I really have honed in on that. But I had to make that a priority in my life. And now what is possible is is that I have a place to pause. And one of the favorite things I've read or seen over the the last few um, weeks is somebody said, wouldn't it be wonderful if we evaluated how we wanted to be post this um, pandemic and we chose what we're gonna take forward versus just thinking that we're gonna step back into the life that we were living before. I love the idea of that power of creation, creation with the future. Like, what am I going to take with me? I don't want to
0: take all of that crazy, fanatic. I am with you. I mean, I was just saying when I was walking with my husband, my curiosity is how many people that got a taste of real life, of interacting with their children, of taking a walk, of being with their pet, of me doing art. Um, how many people that got a taste of this life are willing to sacrifice it all again for it, right? For the frenzy, for the um, driving in the traffic three hours, for all that. How many people are going to take a big breath and say, wait a minute, um, this is the part of life that I learned. Yeah, me too. This is part of life that I learned and I got to go forward with this thing in place and then build around what's possible with some new non-negotiables, right? Um, Because even though we work hard, I'd say you and I both have in common, though, we, we have good friends, we have support, we have, Uh um, we take time to go take care of personal things for ourselves, And Uh Uh um, so we work hard and play hard, Uh but I'm wondering how many of all of us will have a difference
1: in who we choose to be. Uh Um, on the other side of this. Right, and I think it's a really good point. And, you know, I think I always have to acknowledge my privilege that I'm really at choice about a lot of things. And as a social worker, I'm very aware that not everybody is always at choice. You know, part of what I teach is Maslow's Hierarchy of Need. And there are a lot of people living in basic survival right now and trying to figure out how to get to the next level. Um, And so honoring that, but even in a place of really concordant, crazy, Chaotic places, right? The potential and the opportunity can be phenomenal. Um, I reach back in my life and think about the times when I, you know, I was young, didn't really know what I was doing, I was pretty silly, and, you know, I got myself in massive debt. I mean, I got to my eyeballs and didn't know how I was going to get out of it. And, you know, I worked my way out of it at that time, and it was one of the greatest lessons that I've been given in my life to know that I can be able to be at the place that felt like it was nothing, and be able to aspire to something so much even more. So. Right. I,
0: I appreciate that story. Um, somebody else's advice was, remember something you did, like you just shared, right? Mm-hmm. Remember um, a time where you did do something big, you stepped into your greatness, and okay. know you have that in your file cabinet, know that you have got that imprint on your soul when you did step up and, you know, me move along, move alone to Dallas, Texas and didn't know a soul. Well, I was social distancing because I didn't know anybody for a year. So I was always away from anybody except the people I worked with. Right. Right. Uh, So things like that. The other thing I think a great Ability to help others really is good for the soul. I call you out for helping your family. You're so involved with standing for your family and really taking action for that. And, um, you know, I find it's time for all of us to think about who we have that we can pour into, we can help, and that that is very important during this time. Can you speak to kind of like, you know, the giving and what that does for a human? Yeah.
1: Well, a core value for me is service. Somewhere along the line, I heard... um, know, believed in the power of service and so my philosophy throughout most of my adult life is is that I look for the places where I'm hurting, I'm wounded, where I need the opportunity to grow spiritually, mentally, emotionally, spiritually and I lean into that. So for an example um, when I first moved to Denver almost 25 years ago I um, was really wanting to get pregnant. I was a little bit older and I started working with Bright Beginnings. So I started visiting new moms in the community and delivering um, information and resources for them just as a way to kind of hone my own sense of wanting my own baby at some point. Um, I've done that through, I I had suicide um, in my family of origin or suicide ideation in my family of origin. And so one of the places that I've served is with the Carson J Spencer Foundation working with men's mental health and um, providing support and services um, through that work on that board of directors. So I I just am a huge believer. I talk about in my TED talk about wabi-sabi, and I love this concept from Japan that says, you know, if something breaks, if a vase falls and breaks on the ground, they don't look at that as broken. They literally pick up all the pieces and they put it back together. And where it's not complete, completely perfect, they lay it with gold and they put something just beautiful. And they make something even more beautiful out of something that could have been thrown away or thought to be not good enough or et cetera. And for me, service is the the wabi sabi. It's the gold inlay of who we get to be in the world by by giving those gifts. Giving yeah. those gifts. Yeah. Well,
0: I see that in you and I call you out for all that you do for the Camp Experience Network and donate your duds and all the things that you help us with. But yeah. I, you know, I just really have found during this time it's it's important that time isn't the excuse right now right Right. everybody's always excuse I can't because I don't have the time so when you take away that excuse I don't have the time because the world gave you the time then who are you and what is that choice Um, and I think it's magical in some weird way
1: Um, unexpected Uh but magical yeah, speaking of that, interesting, um, my husband and I were walking earlier today, and we rounded the corner, and I saw this big truck in front of an old church, and um, I said, let's go see what's going on, and the the food bank is dropping food within four blocks of my house, and they're, they're um, giving it out this afternoon and on Easter Sunday, so when I'm done with your call, and I've been wondering, what can I do to be of service? What can I do in this time? You know, my house is kind of in order now. My kids are kind of all sorted out for my husband's working. I'm working, but I'm like that idea of service right now, because there's so much need in the world to serve. And those of us that have the capacity um to do it, you know, serve, serve. It's the biggest, most incredible source of, I, I want to use the word band-aid. It's not even a band-aid because it actually does cleanse the soul. It heals the soul. It you know, it is soul, soul language, serve. So I'm gonna go serve some people in my neighborhood later this afternoon and on Easter Sunday in the cold.
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, that's so great. And, you know, um, that's kind of why we took on this podcast mission. Thank you for being a part of it. Because, you know, some people, they just need to hear something positive. And I thought when I committed to doing a daily video, it was going to be 14 days. Now that we're 24 days, it's kind of like making yourself do a writing exercise every day that you have to think of something real to say that's worthy of anybody's time who might choose to listen to it. So, you know, it's kind of like, okay, God, we got this. You know, I keep being prayerful about it to say, what can I say today that somebody might see that might enliven their day or make them think or or be something Um, now people have time on their hands they would love to learn about you and your work could you tell them how to find you and how to learn more about what you're doing in the world
1: yeah yeah i'd love to Um, my website is christy uh, christybells.com so it's c-h-r-i-s-t-y bells b-e-l-z zebra dot zebra.com Um, it's a new website, so it should be fully up to date. The curriculum work isn't there, but if you want to sign up for my newsletter on my website, um, as I start to push curriculum out into the world in a more, um, in a bigger way, um, you would be put on an email list that I can email you the details on that. So please join my mailing list on my website. Awesome. And where do people find your blogs and all that? All that is on my website. Right. So yeah, they're on my website. I'm also pushing those out via, um, Empowerment Coaching on Facebook and uh, my LinkedIn account. So oh, great, all over your yeah, social media platforms. So all yeah. those will be listed right
0: here on this page with this podcast. But Christy, we just so appreciate that you took some time today. And I, I just must, you know, my Christy testimonial is of all the people I've known for many, many years, you're one of the brightest lights. Um, I have never seen so much selfless dedication to people's lives working um, day or night. You always show up with a yes and a bright smile. I know you're a great mom and a life partner. And um, you're, just, you're just on all cylinders, a super amazing friend. And i just so glad that the world could take this time to get to know you. And I would so encourage all of you. I knew nothing about development. I knew nothing about what it was that even at age 59 and 11-12 <laughs> with my birthday in two weeks, why some of these things were stuck in me. And where they came from. And it is such a bright light to learn that from you and to be able to identify and love and appreciate where I am, where it came from, and to grow past that and to be my best self. So um, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. And thanks all of you who are watching or listening Sister Strong, a podcast about possibility. And we are committed to just introduce you to the people, the places, the women, the ideas, the insights that all of us may not know that we don't know. So we can get hooked up and get whatever it is we need. And I would say what you need is to understand what Christy Bells is doing because she has got some super cool things going on. And we would love to see you in our Camp Experience community and love to play with you in this world together. Thank you for listening. Please share this with your friends, your associates, your family that want the uplifting love and appreciation and insights that we so love to showcase. I am your host. Betsy Wiersma.